Brave Podcast Network. Sick of being stuck and uninspired and living in fear? Yeah, me too. That's why I created the Get Your Brave On podcast, because I was looking for something that wasn't a push alert on my phone or a negative news story to start my day. Get Your Brave On is a podcast you can listen to while you're getting ready in the morning, brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on or getting your cardio in. Get exactly the motivation and inspiration you need to silence fear and do one brave thing a day. Make sure that you follow so you don't miss an episode. We start the week off with a topic, an inspiration. Then the next episode is a prayer about that. The third episode of the week, a faith-based meditation. The rest of the week includes stories from listeners just like you on how you're facing fear and getting your brave on. Share yours at 530-4-AMANDA. And I bring you experts to give you advice on how to silence fear when it comes to your faith, family, finances, fitness, and we even get to have some fun. Don't miss an episode. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and I'll send you my free Brave Life Planner. Another thing you can start your day with instead of negative news. It is a specific plan to boot up your bravery and set your mind on the right things, the good things. And then a daily planner to help you choose one brave thing a day. If you use this every day for 30 days, that's 30 brave things things you've done in a month. Just think of how brave you will be by the end of the year. 365% more brave. Sign up at getyourbraveon.info and make sure you follow the podcast. So glad you're here. Life Audio. Make yourself a person that handles hard well, not someone that's waiting for the easy. Because if you have a meaningful pursuit in life, it will never be easy. How to handle hard well right now. Hi, it's Amanda Carroll. Special bonus episode of the Get Your Brave On podcast. Today's little Sunday sermon devotional for you on how to handle hard well. Feeling like you just don't have any hope left? Feeling weak? Feeling scared of the future because you're watching too much of the worry news? Feels like all they're reporting on now are the awful things that might happen but aren't actually happening yet. So why are we reporting on this stuff? This will turn your attitude around today and give you that infusion of hope that you so desperately want for your future. I am going to prove to you that your future is bright as long as you are planted in the right place. And if you're not, I will help you get transplanted. Now, if you are struggling with your hope, means a confident expectation of good things from God. If you don't have that right now, I really want to help you because I know what it's like to be in that place and not have any hope. It happened to me when I was abandoned by my ex-husband with three kids under four. I understand what it feels like to have all hope gone. But I also know what it feels like to build your life back. And if you need more help at the end of this podcast, please let me help you. I have five steps to get your brave on in a special coaching program for you to help you build your life back after the loss of hope. After a plot twist, maybe a relationship loss, a job loss, or you're just plain lost right now, please don't stay there. And let me help you get your brave on with just five steps. 
It's a five weekly sessions through Zoom. So you can sign up right now, getyourbraveon.info, and then more for you right after this message. Dr. Trudy Fleer here. T-Mobile home internet speeds that crawl can leave us feeling like we have to move faster to compensate, but we don't. The internet does. You want to move like a sloth? Be a sloth with blazing fast Xfinity internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. So you're struggling with your hope. I got you. You're not feeling that no. You're not feeling a confident expectation of good things from God. I'm really sorry, but I want to tell you that you can. You're just feeling weak. The past couple of years have been so hard. You kind of maybe got out of your routine of going to the gym and eating healthy like me and struggling to get back. And you just want to feel strong again, but you don't know how. I've got you. This is going to help. And you're scared of the future. Seems like every time we turn on the news, it's telling us how bad things are instead of how good things could be. But is that really the mindset you want to have? how to shift that mindset. Our solution today and how to handle hard well comes from Psalm 92.10. We're going to learn how to flourish like a palm tree, grow like cedars in Lebanon, and we're going to learn how to plant ourselves in the house of the Lord. Psalm 92.10. I love the New Living Translation because that's from my grandma's Bible. If you want to follow along with me, it says, but you have made me as strong as a wild bull. I love that. This is David writing here. How refreshed I am by your blessings, God. I have heard the doom of my enemies announced and seen them destroyed. But the godly shall flourish like palm trees and grow tall as the cedars of Lebanon, for they are transplanted into the Lord's own garden and are under his personal care. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit and be vital and green. This honors the Lord and exhibits his faithful care. He's my shelter. There's nothing but goodness in him. Again, that's Psalm 92.10. So what can we learn from this about finding our hope again and not feeling weak anymore and not being scared of the future? Well, let's start at the beginning where it says, the godly shall flourish like palm trees. Point number one today, when you're losing your hope, remember the palm tree. You've ever seen one of those in a storm, high winds of a hurricane, you know, there's chaos around it. You see the reporter out covering the big storm in Florida and you see wood flying and debris flying everywhere, signs spinning. But what do you notice about the palm trees? They're blowing, they're bending, but they're not breaking. Chaos around that palm tree and it still stands. Oh, yeah, it's going to bend. It's going to lose a few branches probably in that storm. But what happens once the wind is gone and the storm subsides? The palm tree is standing right back up. All the man-made structures crumbled around it when you see them go in after the coverage and they're showing all the pictures of the damage of the hurricane. But not the palm tree. They still stand. God made the palm tree while the man-made structures are crumbling. So what's the secret of the palm tree and finding our hope again? Amanda, you might be asking, what are you talking about? 
Well, the palm tree is designed to withstand the storm. And God's word says the godly shall flourish like palm trees. You following me here? For starters, unlike traditional trees, palm trees, they're not made of wood. I did some thorough digging on this for you. Instead, you're going to find this jumble of spongy tissue inside a palm tree. Its cells, they say, are malleable and they can easily flex and then return to their original position. So when the storm comes, remember God says you will flourish like a palm tree. You can be malleable easily flexible to the chaos around you. That's what we got to work on right now. Malleable and flexible in midst of the chaos. That's what the pandemic has taught us to do, to reinvent things. Yeah, there are things that are going to happen in your life that you never expected. I get it. It happened to me one night, August 1st, 2010. My ex-husband came home after a business trip in Brazil. I was living in this beautiful little town in Vienna, Virginia, outside of D.C., and he shocked me. Came home that night and said he was leaving me. I had no clue. Because I just had a baby. I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and an eight-week-old baby. And I had to figure out a way to live a life after that that I never imagined as a single mom. I just had a little part-time job at a radio station. I had to learn how to be flexible. I had to sell everything. And then I moved across the country to California and started a whole new life to chase down a dream job. Funny, I don't even recognize that woman that was married to that guy. I changed. I bounced back for the better. Allow God to make yourself a person that handles hard well by being malleable. Not someone that is just waiting for the easy and not someone that is refusing to change when all signs are pointing that you need to change some things in your life. If you have any meaningful pursuit in life, it's never going to be easy. There are going to be storms that you aren't predicting. People that flourish like a palm tree and are flexible and can bend are the people that get the stuff that they really want out of life. Those are the people that handle hard well. The secret is to think like a palm tree, be malleable, be flexible, and bounce back. Yeah, that storm's going to come. It sure is. But God built you to be flexible like that palm tree. You can bounce back. God asked for his help, though. Okay, second point. What do you do when you're feeling weak right now? Remember in that verse, the cedars of Lebanon. The godly will grow tall as the cedars of Lebanon, it says in Psalm 92, 12. What does that mean? I mean, we can all picture a palm tree. You could probably picture that right now if you close your eyes. But what in the world is a cedar of Lebanon? All I got for you is the smell of my grandma's cedar cabinet that was full of her sweaters and grandpa's wool suits. So what is so special about the cedars that are in Lebanon and why are they mentioned so many times in the Bible? did some digging again. This is going to blow your mind. It did me. I was crying when I found this out. The cedar of Lebanon is a tree that can grow up to 120 feet tall. One of the tallest in the world. Imagine it's like a 10 to 12 story building. What's also really cool about the Lebanon, it's almost as wide as it is tall. Its branches are wide spreading and they go straight out like 30 to 50 feet from the trunk. Like Google images, Cedar of Lebanon, when you have a chance and you can see what I'm talking about. 
It was known in biblical times as the king of trees because it's really tall, really wide. It's also a symbol of power and longevity. If you look up the uh, flag of Lebanon, it's even on the flag. That's a cedar of Lebanon. Tall, wide, powerful, longevity, the king of trees. The other cool thing I learned about the cedars that are in Lebanon, they've outlived empires. They've survived modern wars. I mean, the cedars are so special and so coveted because they are able to survive in any challenging environment. They're resistant to decay. See where I'm going here? (laughs) Think about what we use cedar for to protect you, right? To protect your clothes from moths. They are resistant to infestation. Yeah, I think you're getting it right now. It was the strongest material to build anything of the time. Highly desirable. Egyptians used it to build boats. In ancient times, cedar wood was especially desirable for its aromatic qualities, as well as its resistance to decay and bugs, as we talked about. It was a major export and it was a source of wealth. It was thought that the fact that God actually planted the cedars in Lebanon, and that was a sign of his power and of his goodness, the fact that they were there. David, the person that wrote the verse that we're studying about right now, used it in building his palace. Solomon used it in the construction of the temple and a palace for himself. The Hebrew word for cedar means firm and strong. Let's go back to that verse about how it applies to you again. The godly grow tall as the cedars of Lebanon. I really like that. You know, after my husband left a year later, I started life over in California. I started my single life over at 35 years old. And I was just looking, reinventing myself completely. I started to drink the CrossFit Kool-Aid back then in 2011 when it was fairly new. I mean, I was all in because I loved learning how it felt to be strong. At 35, I'd never really did any kind of weight training before. And I started weight training. I learned how to do pull-ups and handstand push-ups and deadlifted. It was awesome. I pushed myself to be strong. And it was so powerful to me at the time because I had arrived a year later after being abandoned and cheated on. And I was this broken woman who was so weak. I mean, there was an affair going on while I was pregnant with my third child. I felt thrown away with the trash. And there had been some physical and verbal abuse in our marriage as well. So I wanted to make sure no one thought they could ever treat me like that again. So I got strong. It was exhilarating. At one point, I deadlifted 324 pounds. No joke. God compares you to a cedar. When you feel weak, remember, that is a lie. Remember who you are, who God created you to be, and how strong you can be if you let him in. You are so strong. And you will have a great impact if you just hang on. I mean, that's what I love about the cedars of Lebanon. Not only how tall they are and how strong they are, but it's their reach. You know, we use that word sometimes. I put it in promotions for people for my social media about what's the reach of your platform. But that's not what this is talking about. Imagine they're just talking about the reach that you can have with your life when you stand tall and you choose to be strong like a cedar of Lebanon. You can have a huge impact on people's lives. Your reach will grow. You were designed 
to be strong and wide like a cedar of Lebanon. You were not designed to sit at home and do nothing. Like, what are you doing with this one life that God has given you? What are you doing? Who are you impacting? No, I want to help you. Let's go. You were designed to leave a legacy. I get it, but you're scared. That leads us to point number three. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. Hi, friend. Are you stressed, maybe even worried about so many needs around you that you've forgotten you are worth taking care of, too? Well, I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stressless podcast. I want to invite you to join me as I share practical tips based on science, inspired by God's word to help you spark joy and restore God's peace and love to your soul. Subscribe now and go to lifeaudio.com. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. Hey there. We're hosts of the top-rated marriage podcast, The One Extraordinary Marriage Show. This is the show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. Each episode, we share what you can do to create the extraordinary marriage you desire. With over 700 episodes, like Information Overload and Sex Pillows and Wedges, there's something for you. Come join us as we talk sex, love, and commitment. Subscribe to The One Extraordinary Marriage Show today. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on your favorite podcast app. When you feel scared of the future, remember who you are and where you are planted. Let's go back to Psalm 92, verse 13. For they, he's talking about the palm trees and cedars of Lebanon, are transplanted into the Lord's Lord's own garden and are under his own personal care. I'm going to read that again and replace some words. So the palm trees and cedars of Lebanon, God is saying you're like that. So I'm going to use the word you. For you are transplanted into the Lord's own garden and you are under his own personal care. So much to that little verse. What's transplant? It means to remove, to plant from one place to another. I think that's what God did for me. He removed me out of an abusive situation in Northern Virginia and transplanted me where I could be a new creation and rebuild my life in California. God is willing to take you from that pit that you're in too. Where does he want to put you? I don't care how bad the plot twist is. is. Maybe it was your fault. Maybe it wasn't your fault. doesn't matter. God wants to take you out of that. Where does he put you? Not in the garden of judgment. He plants you in his backyard. He plants you in his own garden. And what does he do with you when he gets you there? Does he leave you to just grow strong and malleable at the same time on your own? Be like, well, good luck. I I transplanted you. Here you go. No way. His word says you are under his own personal care. 
I mean, some people thought I was crazy when I became a single mom and I moved across the country with three kids under five to a city, Rockland, California, where I knew no one. I knew like one person, the person that hired me. We started a completely new life. My parents said to come home. I just don't believe in going backwards. Because I prayed and I asked God for help. I needed a job a year to the date after he left because I had to get out of the house. I said, God, you know I need a job by August 1st. You know I got to provide for these three kids. Please help me. You know, he gave me that job. And when the assistant called to book my travel to relocate with the three kids, she said, we don't want you to drive your old minivan across the country with three kids by yourself. Thank you. We want to fly you. Does August 1st work for you? I caved in a puddle on the floor because that is my evidence of what God does when you allow him to transplant you into his personal garden. I submitted myself to him and I said, God, fix it. I need you. And he gave me his own personal care and provided. And please use that as evidence that he will do the same thing for you. I had a whole new life because I did that, a much better one. I mean, think about it. In God's own personal care, it's like a gardener. What does a gardener do? Maybe you have plants in your backyard. I have a peach tree, and it's like one of my prized possessions. What does a gardener do is say they're prized tomatoes first thing in the morning? Looks in on them, checks them out, gives them some water, kind of loves that, cares for them so tenderly as not to injure them, and sees if they need some extra help. So careful with that fruit. Gives them maybe some special food, some fertilizer. Remember that. When you're scared of your future, remember, you're not alone in it. You're not alone in creating it. Maybe you need to create an entire new future like I had. One that you never expected that you would have to live through and you're transplanted. It is okay. That's actually a fantastic place to be right now. Instead of being scared, I want you to be excited. Because God is personally attending to you. He is personally invested in making sure that you grow tall, that you become strong, and that you're able to withstand any storm without breaking, and that you are resistant to any infestation of the enemy. You are not forgotten. You are not alone. You are not weak. Your future is protected. Once you decide to allow God to transplant you into his garden. So here's my closing question for you right now. Where are you planted right now? Maybe you were saved a long time ago. I, I walked down the aisle of the Baptist church when I was nine years old. Maybe you were transplanted into the Lord's garden years ago. But are you continuing to allow him to care for you? Are you staying focused? Are you praying? Are you meditating? Are you reading his word? Are you connected to him? Maybe today's your moment. You're like, you know what? I, I want more. I want God's personal care over this plot twist in my life. Amanda, I need help. Okay, I've got you. Let's recommit your life. Let's follow this podcast. You're going to get so much encouragement from me. That your interviews with people that are brave, prayers and meditations and Sunday devotionals like this, I will help you transplant yourself into God's garden at least three days a week on this podcast and teach you how to do it every single morning on your own. 
We're going to pray for you to do that. And, and please click follow, like and follow so you don't miss an episode. Where are you planted right now? Maybe you have never even thought about placing your life into someone else's responsibility. I get it. It is really hard. I've become a fiercely independent woman and I'm trying so hard not to be so fierce about it. If you have lost hope, I get it. I understand. I was there. If you're feeling weak, I totally understand. Don't beat yourself up. If you're scared of your future, okay, let's get you to the right place to fix all that stuff. Because you don't want to stay there anymore, do you? It is time to pray and ask God to transplant you into his care, into his garden. He is the only one that can do that for you. I remember as a single mom, I used to think, oh, God, just send me a new husband right away because that's going to fix everything. And I thought he sent somebody and I was engaged and that relationship fell apart. I needed to fix myself. And I committed to making Jesus the love of my life, my first love. And it made all the difference in the world. It's time to pray and ask God to transplant you into his care. He's the only one that can help you grow as strong as a cedar and become as flexible as a palm tree to withstand any storm that comes for your life. So hard things aren't so hard anymore. You can learn how to handle hard well. Oh, you might see that storm coming now, but you know what? You're like, nope, I'm a palm tree. I'm bending right now, but I'm not going to break. I might have to change some things of how life is going, but I know who's under whose care is over me. And I know how strong I am. I know how valuable I am as that cedar. This is what can happen in your life when you say, yes, God, transplant me into your garden. The promise is the in the end of Psalm 92. He says, even in old age, they still produce fruit and are vital and green. Struggle with that old age part, but come on, it, it happens to all of us. My friend, God does not want you to wither away in this heat, in this crazy environment. He does not want you to be overcome by weeds. He does not want you to feel weak and break when the storm comes anymore and curl up in a ball and home in the fetal position. Give your life to him. Transplant yourself into his garden right now so he can help you bear fruit for the rest of your life change other people's lives and feel vital again you deserve to live we need you we need you not to quit we need you to get through this loss of hope because we need more strong and courageous cedars and palm trees that will withstand the storm that we're going through and stand tall as examples of what happens when you allow Jesus to come in and care for you personally. God is your shelter. There is nothing but goodness in him. Let's pray together right now. Father, I believe and declare you are transplanting my friend right now into your garden and under your personal care. God, please forgive us for those times that we've tried to avoid you. Please forgive us for the plot twists in our life that have gotten us in this position. We know you do. Right now, we just surrender to you, God, and we say, please get us out of this garden that is not serving us. Dig us up, please, God. Dig us up. Dig me up. Dig my friend up and move us and plant us and transplant us into your backyard and your garden so that we can flourish under your personal care.
If you've never before made a commitment to Jesus, just follow my lead here. God, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Thank you, Father. And I commit my life to you, Jesus. I believe that your son died for me. And you are the Lord of my life. Transplant me. And I will live with you for eternity. And be vital. And produce great fruit. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. I hope that meant a lot to you. I'm doing extra bonus episodes because I've just got so much content and inspiration for you that I feel like is important. It needs to be heard. And there's so much more that I can fit on this podcast. If you just said that prayer, and if that was a change, and this was a moment in your life that you are ready to move forward under God's personal care, I would love to help you with the next steps. Five Steps to Get Your Brave On. It's a group coaching program that you can go through. We're going to find your why to live. We're going to help you set a date, like I said, August 1st on the calendar. And we're going to help you set your goal. We're going to help you connect the dots backwards. And we're going to help you learn how to get your brave on and be 1% more brave every single day so that you can stop being stuck and love your life. You'll have hope again, a confident expectation of good things from God. You will not be afraid of your future. You will know that God has a plan for you and you will not feel weak. This is going to help you be so strong because it is the daily structure to rebuild your life after any plot twist. If you're interested in that, just go to my website, getyourbraveon.info and sign up for the coaching program. I'll immediately send you an email and we can get started. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to hear how I can help you overcome this plot twist and help you submit yourself to God and allow him to personally care for you. More help in doing hard things well starts on Tuesday. Another episode drops with my good friend. She's a comedian, Carrie Pomeroli, and she's going to talk about how to do hard things while laughing because that makes it a lot easier. You're going to love this. It's funny. It's inspirational. So subscribe to the podcast today so you make sure you don't miss that episode when it comes out on Tuesday so you can regularly fuel yourself with the inspiration you need to stay under God's personal care and be planted in his garden. Don't dig yourself up and move yourself somewhere else. Stick with me. I'll help you every single day. Get your brave on. I want to say thanks to my friends at lifeaudio.com. You can check them out for all kinds of faith-based podcasts on reading the Bible, Bible study, on parenting, even single parenting and more. Just go to lifeaudio.com. Get your brave on. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org.
If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for your support of the Get Your Brave On podcast. I'd love to connect with you. Call my hotline anytime and let me know how this podcast is impacting your life and how you're silencing fear at 5304-AMANDA. Let's connect on socials and get more strategies to silence fear every day on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Amanda Carroll Show. And if you want to go deeper, join my Patreon. You can get daily motivations and prayers and meditations and live videos. Just go to getyourbraveon.info and sign up to be a member of the Get Your Brave On tribe. Join our Facebook group too. Just search Get Your Brave On. And I'd be honored if you would follow this podcast and subscribe and even leave a review. That helps more women just like you facing a plot twist find more strategies to silence fear. I'll shout you out in the next episode or even send me an email to amanda at amandacarroll.org and tell me how God is using this podcast in your life like Kim did. She said, I just want to thank you for your podcast. I signed up in July and honestly, always deleted your message. (laughs) It's okay. Or sometimes just took a quick glance. But today was different. It was if God was drawing me to really take a look at it. And I did. After downloading the app to get a podcast, I went back and clicked on the prayer. As I stood in my bathroom, brushing my teeth, the words just filled the room with a peacefulness. It came over me and it was like a weight had been lifted. The stress of living with a few disabilities and being on long medical leave from work for over a year and the stress of trying to go back to work with homeschooling two kids, I was keeping it all in. I just wanted to know how much you make a difference. I even shared your podcast with my mom, cousin, and brother, (laughs) even though he's not a lady. He's going through a tough time and wanted him to hear the prayer. So bless you. Bless you. I am so thankful that God used this in your life. You're my why. I'm honored to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out anytime. All the links are in the show notes. And I love the idea of you listening to the episodes while you're brushing your teeth. I actually think it's perfect. Start your day with me. So just make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Get your brave on.